Our focus must be riveted on the Savior and His gospel. It is mentally rigorous to strive to look unto Him in every thought. But when we do, our doubts and fears flee. When we draw His power into our lives, both He and we will rejoice. Kia ora everybody. Welcome to the Doubt Not, Fear Not podcast. This is the podcast by YSA for YSA in New Zealand and in, anyone else who wants to listen. I'm your host, Matt Dawson, and I have a guest on today. I'm going to let her introduce herself. Kia ora. My name is Letitia. I attend Massey Ward in the Henderson State. I have been a member for 11 years. Uh, I'm a convert. I joined in a time where I was going through a difficult patch in life. Actually, it was really an awesome story. I was home alone, and one night, missionaries knocked on my door, and I had just finished having a very serious prayer to God, asking him, if you're real, help me now. And as soon as I finished that prayer, the missionaries knocked on my door. And here I am. I love the gospel. I served a mission, Colorado Fort Collins. And life has been interesting. We all have our ups and downs, but I know that life is easier with the gospel. And yeah, that's a little bit about me. I'm excited to be here. I know the topic that we're talking about is uh, hard, but sensitive because it is about divorce. And um, it's not an easy thing to talk about but i'm grateful for the opportunity to share awesome thanks for joining me today leticia i've known you for what's it been two years i'm grateful to have leticia as my friend and that she can be on the podcast and we are talking about a divorce it's something that is not really talked about that much Mm. in the church or even in, in any context i think because in the church we value marriage so much yeah it's such a strong and big part of what we believe and what we teach that to end a marriage is such a hard thing to talk about. But what are your thoughts on marriage? And then we'll lead into divorce after that. I still believe marriage is very important. I believe in a marriage where a man and a woman are living the gospel. And if they have children, bring children into this world, and they have the gospel firmly planted in their homes, then we're giving our children the opportunity to grow and blossom into good humans. I believe that in an ideal world that men and women can exist in a happy, healthy marriage, that we can grow and become better and support one another to become our best selves. I understand that every marriage has difficulties and yeah, I just think it has different experiences. We learn and we grow and yeah. What do you think? Marriage is is something that I know it's really important. I know that I've seen some amazing marriages around me in my time, family and friends. I've also seen some marriages fail, and I think that's really sad. And so I've tried to get all the good sort of bits from every marriage that that I know to understand what makes a good marriage. And I think that marriage is a union, and it's a thing you both have to work on together. And you both have to go through trials together, and both have to understand each other, and it's an equal partnership. But we know that in a perfect world, marriage would last forever in, a perf- in every case, but sometimes that's not the case. So in your case, do you want to briefly go through your story of divorce and how that all came about? Yeah. So I had dated this man for about seven months. Then we got married. 
and I was so happy I was excited I was definitely in love with him and things were started off like fairy tales it was exciting it was a new experience and I was happy as all marriages you, you run into obstacles this obstacle we ran into was hard to put in words because I couldn't quite identify what it was because my ex-husband at the time didn't really want to share the things that he was going through but here I was we were newly married and about I would say about three months into our marriage I felt that something changed I felt Mm. that he wasn't the same he was acting differently and quite distant and from that time on it just it got worse and worse I felt like he had put up a wall between us and no matter how hard I tried no matter how much I loved him I just couldn't get past that wall <clears throat> he wouldn't let me in fast forward a couple years I'll say about our third year into marriage he was getting angry quite often at things that you wouldn't really get angry at and since that the first three months of our marriage I had felt this uneasy feeling that there was something he wasn't telling me something was going on and I kept asking him like are you okay is everything all right I feel like something's not right and his answer was always fine I'm fine until finally three years into our marriage this one particular day we had a really big argument and long story short it ended up in me saying, if you're not happy, if you don't want to be here, then we might as well get a divorce. And in that moment, I was just emotional. I was just really sad about how things had gone. Like, I didn't think that we would come to that point. Mm-hmm. But I felt like he wasn't communicating with me and that we weren't going anywhere. So I felt that's what you want to do, we'll get a divorce. And I was emotional, I didn't mean that, but Mm. to my shock, he actually replied, yeah, I think we should. That's when I knew that something was really wrong. Yeah, so that was the beginning phase of the end. We ended up having a talk after we came to the agreement, though in my heart I did not want that. I I still definitely deeply loved this man, and I asked him a very straightforward question I'd wondered about this question for a very long time but he had already always answered I'm fine no nothing's wrong I love you I'm fine and when I asked him this question I thought he's got nothing to lose now we're getting divorced maybe he'll tell me what's going on in his head and then he said it He, he answered me honestly I asked him do you love me and have you ever loved me did you love me the day that we were married and he answered no and I knew he was telling the truth because I had felt very early on in my marriage that love was missing. It wasn't mm. there. And that was the first time he was finally honest. Yeah. It's got weight off my shoulders to be honest because I had been had convinced myself that, oh, nothing's wrong. Like he keeps telling me everything's fine, so it must be fine. He tells me he loves me, so he must be telling the truth. Yep. But he made it clear to me that he had lied, that it wasn't true, that he mm. he didn't. And he didn't want to be there. So I said, well, let's go see Bishop then. I had asked him another serious question that I had felt like he was hiding other things from me. And he did answer honestly and confirmed to me that my suspicions were actually true. So that thing equally broke my heart as the first thing he told me of not that he didn't love me. But 
Yeah, so then we were off to see the bishop to get a divorce. And he invited us to do couple counselling to give that a try. And I was willing still at that point to fight for my marriage because I believe marriage is important. Mm -hmm. Eternal marriage, that's what I thought this is. My eternal marriage, you're my eternal companion. So I'm going to fight for this and do all that I can. And so I willingly said, yeah, I'll give that a try. He agreed too, but it was obvious that he was doing it because he was asked to, because he had to. Which I still want to give it. I respect him for trying, even if his intentions weren't exactly the best. He still tried. And then this is where things got worse. Fast forward a year, we had been seeing the counsellor for that whole year on a weekly basis. And I made huge improvement in who I was. Like I improved as a wife, as a child of God, as a daughter of God. I just felt that I'd been given resources and tools to help Mm. me cope with things. But when I looked at him, he had gotten worse because anger to me had gotten worse. And whenever things would go wrong, I'd be like, let's, We've been taught by our counsellor, let's do this. But Mm. he wouldn't apply it. And long story short, things came to a really bad turn. When we were driving home, he just asked me a question about where we were living. How do you feel if we were, would remain where we are living right now for good? And I said, you're not going to want to hear the answer to this question. Make you angry, so let's just wait till we get home because we're driving at the time. Mm. he's promised no I wouldn't I won't get angry and I said yes you will just let's wait till we get home because when you're angry you don't drive very well he promised me he wouldn't so I said I wouldn't be happy about where we were staying and I won't go into the circumstances of where we're staying because it's I want to keep that private but it wasn't a circumstance that I wanted to stay in for good but I said to him I'm not happy about it but if you feel like this is what's best for our family I'll Mm. do it and at that He just immediately put his foot down on the gas and started driving fast, getting angry, raising his voice. I was begging him to slow down. We were dodging cars, going over 80Ks in a 50K zone where cars were parked and we were dodging and I felt like it was going to end very well. I was screaming, please stop, pull over, let us out. My daughter was in the back seat in her car seat at the time. And I honestly thought we were going to die from the way he was driving. He was so angry. It ended because he got physically abusive with me. He hurt me pretty bad. And at that point, I just screamed out to Heavenly Father for help. And then he quieted down. My ex-husband, he his temper went away and he took us home. And the next day I packed our stuff and left. I'd locked us in the room so he couldn't come in because I just didn't feel safe. And I knew he wouldn't let me leave, so I waited till he mm. went to work and we left. And that was basically the beginning of it. We we didn't see each other. I went to a hotel where no one knew I was. I didn't tell my family or anybody what had happened. I just wanted to heal physically. Then, unfortunately, I went back and I thought, yeah, that was a one-time thing. This won't happen again, but not even two days into it, found myself locked in locking myself and my daughter in the room to get away from him because he was just losing it and when I saw when I looked into his eyes as he was trying to 
push open the window and get into the room we were in. He was so angry, and I knew in that moment that if I stayed, he would hurt me again. And I don't want that for my daughter. I don't want that for myself. And I do not tolerate physical abuse, any abuse really of any sort. It's Mm. not something that I'm okay with. And so when I saw in his eyes the anger that he had, I knew that it was over. And that was it. The next day I packed my bags. He came to find me, said, what's going on? I was at my brother's house at the time with my brother there present. I said, it's it. I'm done. It's over. Mm. We're getting a divorce. And we did. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically how it went. Yeah, that's thanks for sharing that. It's a really hard experience to go through, and especially with all the circumstances surrounding it, and how much, how many trials you guys went through, and how much pain you experienced. I think it was. It takes a lot of courage to share that. So, throughout that experience, what are some ways that you were able to find hope afterwards through the healing process? I found hope in different ways. I think. As I turned to Heavenly Father, I pleaded with him, I told him, I've done all that I can. I've really fought to save my marriage. And I need to know from Heavenly Father, I was saying, yeah, I need to know from you that it's okay for me to let this go, to let this marriage go. And he just gave me this feeling, this overwhelming peace that it was okay, that helped me to have hope to know that I could heal from what I had gone through and then I couldn't move forward because he was on my side. Yeah, I think it must be hard to rely on the Lord when you feel like so much, you feel like you're not getting not getting the help that you need or you're just stuck in the situation mm-hmm. and it feels like there's no way out. Yeah. So that must be difficult. But... I know that the Savior's Atonement is there for us all, not just for sin, but also for difficulty and for trial and for pain and for suffering. And so I know that's something that I rely on in my trials and things that I'm going through. But how are you able to rely on the Savior and utilize His Atonement and the strengthening power that it gives? Yeah, that's a good question. I think to me, the Atonement, gives us the ability to start again. It teaches us that no matter what's gone on, what's happened, we can change, we can have a new beginning, a fresh start. And that helped me through so much of what I went through. There's that scripture, hope maketh an anchor to the soul. And I had that hope that no matter what I was going through, because of the Savior's atonement through him, I would be able to overcome whatever I was going through. I would be able to start again. And the blessings that are available to those who keep the commandments will always be given. Throughout my whole marriage, before, during, after, God was always with me. My hand was firmly on the iron rod. It was so important to me that my relationship stayed strong. And I think that is what gave me the strength to make the decisions that I made. It gave me the strength to start again. And I think that's the key, that there's always another chance. There's always hope, no matter what you may be going through or what you may be experiencing. There's always hope. 
a light at the end of the tunnel, as it were. And so I think that's something we should all remember. After the divorce and then this stage of your life, how has this experience changed your view of marriage and of relationships? You would think that I would be like, marriage, no way, never again. I definitely had my moments, don't get me wrong. But no, I have great hope. And I still believe that marriage can be a rich blessing, a joyful thing. I think the way I see relationships now, I see them with my eyes wide open because I have come to learn through this experience that what I have to offer, what I need in a relationship, what kind of support I need, what matters to me. Um, And now as I pursue relationships, as I date, I'm very clear on what it is that I'm looking for as opposed to before I just went in with this very naive understanding like my mission president or somebody that I looked up to one of my leaders said make sure he's active in his callings and that he has served a mission make sure that you have those things so that's all I looked for but now as I go into dating I have a better idea of what I want and what I offer, what to look out for. We hear of red flags, green flags, and all those things. I just feel like my outlook on relationships have changed for the better because I've really done my best to grow and learn from different resources. Like I've read so many books from people who have dedicated their lives and their careers to marriage, to relationship, and I've really focused on developing myself working on the things that I need felt the need to improve upon I think it's so cool that you were able to take some positive things out of it it's such a hard experience and you could have become bitter like you said you could have just sworn off marriage you could have just become so negative but the fact that you are so positive still about building on yourself and on your life and on Preparing yourself for relationships and marriage in the future is inspiring to me. As for anyone who's listening who might be going through struggles in their marriage or even in a relationship, even not even married, if they're struggling with something in that relationship or marriage, do you have any advice for them? What to look out for if there's some ways they can work through it or when to call it a day? Maybe first establish that you're both willing to do whatever is necessary to save the relationship. Like, Making the choice, like actually saying it, is this something we want to fight for? If we're both willing, if both people in the relationship are willing to work on it, then you can go somewhere. So once you have established that, it's about having open, honest conversations. And if you're going through challenges that are really serious, because some people face really serious challenges in their marriages, There are resources available. We don't have to struggle. We did counselling, but there's also more than that. We have bishops. We have family. We also have awesome things on the LDS website, like life help, things like that. There are resources out there. Yeah, and I think you yourself have some pretty good ideas on how to help I just we've had so many conversations about what makes a relationship work and so forth so what are your thoughts too I think communication is key it's pretty cliche but I even talked to all of my married friends of which there are many (laughs) about what there's some advice you have about relationships about marriage 
And they all say communication is just something you need to be open about your feelings, about your expectations, your boundaries, like you said, and early communication, understanding early. There's not going to be all sunshine and daisies every single day. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be things that you don't understand about the other person immediately. There's going to be different expectations. There's going to be maybe conflicting ones. There's going to be different needs and attachment styles. There's going to be all of those things. And so just understanding that, trying to work through it together. And sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it's just not meant to be. But a lot of the time, if you both work through it together, then great things can happen. You just brought something to my mind. Part of your question was, when do you know to call it quits? Yeah. If you find yourself dating and you're not like communication is so important if you cannot work through smaller problems if you cannot communicate openly and honestly with one another let me tell you that is going to become a big problem you need to be able to you need to feel like you can openly and honestly share with the person how you feel what's going on um i think that is just so important and if you find yourself in a place where you're not able to or where you just feel like you don't understand each other, that you can't work through challenges that you face, like talking specifically in a dating sense, yeah. then you got to pay attention to those things. you got to pay mm. attention to a few things, getting to know the individual really well, not just meet them and think, oh, yeah, I like them, so this is going to be great. No, you have to really get to know one another to see if you're a good fit. Yeah, absolutely. And a, mind, a word that comes to mind is you need to feel safe. And that's in more ways than one. You need to feel physically safe around them. You need to feel emotionally safe, um, spiritually safe, all of the types of safe. It needs to be a place that your relationship needs to be a place that you can go for comfort, for peace, for love and hope and all of those things. There's a song I like and one of the one of the lyrics is let your arms be a place you feel safe in. And it was just, I just thought it was really <laughs> cute. But anyway, relationships should be something that you, yeah, you find safety in yeah absolutely but i think that's a pretty good summation of advice for those who are in a relationship or might be struggling is there any final thoughts you have on divorce on how to approach it on any of that to those who may have or who have gone through divorce i know it's tough it is so tough it can be so lonely it can be painful and the things that you go through there is someone who does understand and our savior he does know and we need to focus on strengthening our relationship with him focus on strengthening ourselves building ourselves and finding our identity as a child of god our worth and we are valuable beyond measure i feel like People who go through divorce, you feel like you're a failure. But I know that through the Savior and His Atonement that there is such a thing as new beginnings and a fresh start. And get out there and find yourself. Don't be afraid to go on a date or two. To those who are dating or are wanting to date, I think it's good to get out there and get to know people. Don't be shy to go on a date with this person um, because as you do that, you get to know what people, what you like, what you don't like. You get to know yourself better. There is so much 
to be gained from just getting out there and, and experiencing dating. I have had a lot of fun as I have come back into the YSA world and just dating, getting to know people. And it's not something that I feel like we should be putting like a huge stigma. or stigma. Yeah, exactly. It's something that we shouldn't stress too much about. We should be mindful of it. But I do want to share my testimony that everything's going to be okay no matter what you're going through divorce or not trials challenges you may face if I can get through this huge mountain and trust me it's been hard I've had some pretty interesting experiences if I can do it you can do it through the help of the savior yeah that's all I want to leave with you and I testify to what Leticia said and what's been discussed today that there is hope there's always hope no matter what you're going through Whatever situation or relationship you're in, whatever struggles you experience or face, whatever trials you've been through, there is always hope and peace through the atonement of Christ and through his sacrifice. You can receive healing, you can receive hope, and there is always something better around the corner. Turn to those around you and trusted friends and family, and I know that they can help you, and so can your spiritual habits. But we leave these things with you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thanks for joining us today on this podcast and tune into the next one. Thank you. Bye. Doubt Not, Fear Not podcast series has been produced out of the Auckland Institute building with contributions from young adults across New Zealand. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend to direct others to this podcast or listen to other episodes in this series or to enroll in the Institute class associated with the podcast. See our website at doubtnotfearnot.podbean.com. This recording is not an official publication of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. The views expressed are those of the participants and are neither the official doctrine nor the official teachings of the church.